You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site now. We've got the latest on Aaron Rodgers. You could check out there. little uh, Devontae Adams contract situation bubbling up. So, Rodgers and Adams, uh, this might be the last year in Green Bay. So, check that out on SportingNews.com. Here at Locked On Fantasy Football, we're going to roll through the end of our 17-round mock draft. It's finally here. We did individual shows for rounds 1 through 10. Then we came back and did 11 through 13. Now we're going to wrap things up looking at 14 through 17. And then when it's all said and done, we're going to assess how our 12 teams did here while they were on the clock, how things played out based on the values. And really our goal here as we are into the minds of all 12 teams is to make each team as successful as possible with their drafts. So, and it's also give you an idea of where players might be going in June. We know this will be drastically different for many reasons in August and September when some of the values settle a little bit more. But we want to wrap things up here in June. Good timing here before we get into the month where training camp begins later in July. So we'll wrap that up, wrap this up with rounds 14 through 17. If you missed any of the previous shows, there are 11 shows on the previous 13 rounds. Check them out. They're on the archives here at Locked On Fantasy Football. Make sure on the network you're also checking out Peacock and Williamson, hosted by... NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson, they're going to bring you the inside information, news, notes you need to know around the NFL in the off season here on Locked On Network. All right, let's roll with the mock draft analysis continuing that. We'll have 12-piece advice again on this show as we're making picks, trying to get in the minds of our 12 teams here. So we left off with team number thir- 12, I say in the 13th round. So they're looking for a defense. Now, we had our first three defenses go off the board in round 13. Team 5 took the Steelers. Team 6 followed right behind with the Rams. And Team 10 took the Ravens. So about the time when I like to look at defenses, I don't like to take them before round 12. There's just so much to go on with that. So Team 12, they've got everything else in the starting lineup. They just got Austin Hooper in the previous round to back up Travis Kelsey. Really just a one-week play, hopefully, if Kelsey stays healthy. They take the Bucks defense special teams. Now, Ravens, Bucks, that's a good debate here. Definitely the Steelers are loaded here. The Rams are still pretty good, even without Brandon Staley. But the Bucks, what a big Super Bowl. They can build on that. They didn't lose anybody. They got the pass rush. They got the playmakers. They got the secondary. And uh, following that is team number 11 taking the Colts. They're rounding out their starting lineup as well. They already got their backup tight end and quarterback as well. So Team 12 had uh, Kirk Cousins and Austin Hooper as their backups at quarterback and tight end. Team 11 had Trevor Lawrence and Cole Komet. So now they can pivot as well to the Colts defense and special teams. So big development with the Colts. Matt Eberflew stayed as the coordinator. So again, Bucks colts back-to-back. Would it surprise me if either of these teams ended up as the number one defense? No, not at all. And the piece of advice that comes with these first two picks in round 14 Defensive rankings never play out the same way during the season. So go with their gut. I think 
this is what we've done here in this mock draft is we're, we're not going down the line. I think there are some defenses that are undervalued that are not getting enough love, and the Bucks are one of them. They have a lot of playmakers. They're intact. They've been playing together. Todd Bowles is a good coordinator. So, again, the Bucks are very good. The Colts may have lost a little bit, but I think they're also a little bit better in other areas as well. So, Colts, good scheme, good system, and a team that's dependent on the running game and defense to win a lot of games. So, that is a good start here to t- round number 14 as teams 12 and 11 go back-to-back Bucks, colts defense, special teams. All right, the next pick here for team number 10, they're going with the sixth wide receiver. He's Cole Beasley. They took care of Ravens' defense special teams previously. They also are still looking for a tight end backup here. But, again, Cole Beasley, I don't think he's going to have the same type of season. They added Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Gabriel Davis is in for a bigger role. So Sanders essentially replaces John Brown. We'll see what they get there. But Beasley certainly has good chemistry with Josh Allen. A worthy little bench stash here this late in the draft. The next team on the board is team number nine, and and running back, uh, they're looking for some answers here. They have Dave Montgomery and Josh Jacobs. They got them as the starters in rounds three and four, came back with David Johnson in round seven, uh, James Conner in round eight, and so they could use a little bit more running back depth. That is the weak spot on this team. They're pretty good at wide receiver as they took Sterling Shepard and Corey Davis to go behind Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, and Tyler Lockett. So they're loaded there, got a few more options at running back. Jared Cook is their backup tight end there for Kyle Pitts, who they took in round six. Cook was the previous pick in round 13. Their quarterbacks are Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan. They took back-to-back in a platoon stream situation for rounds 10 and 11. So here the pick is Gio Bernard, Giovanni Bernard, of the now Buccaneers. He's now joined the crew here with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Uh, by the way, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones both went in round seven. So you're taking a chance that Bernard could be a bit of a poor man's James White in this backfield. It is pretty crowded with Jones and Fournette. But Burnett, Bernard in the half-point PPR format might be a dedicated pass catcher. But here's a piece of advice that comes with Bernard and Beasley here. Beasley going first in round 14 to Team 10. Bernard following that Team 9. Except you'll be cutting some of the very late round picks. So... Look, you're just taking flyers here. These are might as well be considered free agent acquisitions, waiver wire additions here early, especially when you're not filling out defense special teams and kicker. So those are the late picks you have to look at. It. So Beasley may not pan out with all the changes with Buffalo and the way their offense is going. Bernard may not even be in the mix to even make the team, or Fournette and Jones may dominate touches and he might have no use for you. So... Again, just prepared that you'll cut these guys, but it's worth maybe looking at your roster early. And again, these guys are going to change as we get closer to the real thing here. So there you have it. Uh, We started with those four picks. Let's get through the rest of round 14. The 49ers defense special teams is the choice for team number eight. So they get in on the defense special teams here. As uh, again, we don't know how the rankings are going to play out, but Nick Bosa should return. That should help team number eight. We go to the team number seven. They have Tom Brady as their QB1, so they waited. They got Brady in round seven, so they waited a while to get their QB2. Tom Brady is pretty much an every week starter with the weapons he has with the Buccaneers. So they get Tua Tagvola, trying to hope uh, that he can have a little bit of breakout. But again, you're not relying a lot on Tagvola. It's a limited investment on him with Brady regular starting. Team number six takes a cue from that. They took Lamar Jackson way back in round five, so you could wait a while because Lamar is an every week plug-and-play. 
So yeah, Brady makes sense. You would wait uh, a little bit as well. So they have a starter that they have regular. Lamar Jackson as well. So big Ben Roethlisberger is the QB2 choice for team number six. And the piece of advice that comes with these two picks, back-to-back Tagola and Roethlisberger, know how much you'll need to invest in a backup QB. These teams didn't need to invest much. Lamar Jackson's been pretty durable and healthy, given he's a running quarterback. Tom Brady, we know, is ultra-durable, except way back in that 2008 season where he tore his ACL in the first game. But Brady is healthy and out there and reliable. Tagovailoa still learning as a second-year QB. Big Ben trying to rebound from a really bad season. His arm is slowing down. You don't want to depend on these guys for a lot here as QB2. So wait and get and know how much you need to invest. And these teams, teams 7 and 6, did not need to invest too much in a quarterback too. All right, team number 5 would be on the clock next. And uh, they get uh, Devonta Booker here of uh, the... Now Giants, so he's behind Saquon Barkley, and Barkley was, by the way, their first round pick way back fifth overall as team number five. So Devontae Booker is in the mix here. He was pretty valuable for the Raiders last year. So he's clearly now the Giants number two. He's the veteran here. They didn't uh, really bring back some of the guys they had last year when Wayne Gallman and such. So Booker and Corey Clement are your options here behind Barkley, so I would say Booker, it's a good value here. Again, going with that, then the team number four takes care of defense as well. They like what Washington football team can do here. There with uh, Chase Young leading the way as their defense special teams. And then team number three goes with Darrington Evans of the Titans. He was hurt for a lot of last year, couldn't really establish himself as Derrick Henry's backup. Derrick Henry was their first pick, third they're overall in round one, so they get Darrington Evans uh, two picks after Booker goes. We get another defense, so we have four defenses off the board here to add to the three that went in the previous round. So that's the way I like to play it out with defenses. And when you look at the Booker and Evans, the piece of advice comes there is never sleep on available handcuffs. They're going to be around, and right now Booker and Evans are the clear-cut favorites to be their team's top backup if something were to happen to Henry There, Evan should get a chance to do more. He should be fully healthy, more involved in the offense here going into year two. While Booker coming over as a free agent was valuable for the Raiders behind Josh Jacobs, so you feel like he could have a similar role there behind Barkley as they moved on from Wayne Gallman in that role. We know Gallman was very helpful to fantasy players last year when Barkley was on the shelf with the torn ACL. So, especially with Barkley, you have to try to hedge your bets. And uh, by the way, this team that got Barkley, they got J.K. Dobbins in round three, then they backed him up with Gus Edwards in round number nine. So they kind of really took care of it. James Robinson was their RB3. So they have some good RB depth here, but they said, okay, you have James Robinson. He might be in a bit of a timeshare, but now we've protected Dobbins with Edwards and Barkley with Booker. So going that way. And uh, team number three did the same. They got J.D. McKissick there in round 11 to help their second-round pick, Antonio Gibson. And they got Ronald Jones as a solid RB3. So these two... Teams here, five and three, one round or one pick apart, have uh, had similar strategies here in our mock draft. All right, team number two takes Gerald Everett. They take him as the backup tight end to TJ Hawkinson again. Not much needed there. Hawkinson was a fifth-round pick. Everett could be valuable in Seattle, but we've tried with Greg Olson and Will Disley and others to be the man. But Gerald Everett has some promise there working with Russell Wilson, so good flyer here late. And team number one here, 
Again, know how much you need to invest in a backup QB. They didn't need to invest much. They had Patrick Mahomes, their second-round pick, the highest quarterback off the board, so they waited until round 14, and they get Ryan Fitzpatrick. So not bad weapons. We saw where the selections of Terry McLaurin went in round three. You had Curtis Samuel there go in round seven. So they have some weapons. Logan Thomas as well, tight end. So, again, Ryan Fitzpatrick, not a bad plug-and-play for one week as a backup to Patrick Mahomes. Hopefully you will not use him more than one week. Again, know how much you need to invest in backup QB in teams seven with Brady with Tua behind him, Lamar team six with uh, Big Ben behind him, and here Fitz Magic behind Mahomes here for team number one as we end round fourteen. In our next segment, we will get to the round fifteen picks and break those down for you. But I do have to remind you that Bet Online is the fastest and easy way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is red hot here. Shohei Tani is tearing things up for the Angels as a pitcher and a hitter. Kyle Schwarber is on an unbelievable home run tear for the Nationals. We're getting close to the All-Star break, so baseball season goes in full swing. And don't forget that we know it's the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals are here with the Lightning and the Canadians. And we're getting oh so close to the NBA Finals as the Suns and Clippers uh, battle. The uh, Suns trying to advance there and the Bucks and Hawks all tied up there. So Track all the action about online. Get all the latest news and odds information for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, if you're looking for futures and props, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next games start, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information at Bet Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams continue to run to the playoffs and try to get better here as they Go for a championship on hardwood and hoops. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus or first deposit of Bet Online. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We'll be right back here to break down round 15 of our 12 team half point PPR 17 round mock draft. All right, let us go into our next stage of the mock draft. We're in a Odd number round, that means team number one turns the corner. They just got Ryan Fitzpatrick as their QB2 here. They've taken care of all their other positions pretty well here uh, with Patrick Mahomes as the centerpiece. You have uh, Christian McCaffrey, Miles Gaskin as your top running backs. Devontae Williams is your third one. Your top wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Curtis Samuel, and Michael Pittman and Nelson Aguilar for depth. And you have Mark Andrews at tight end one. We got Blake Jarwin two rounds earlier for tight end two. So it's time for go defense special teams. And the answer is the Patriots. They're the next one off the board to team number one. Again, every draft you do, the defenses will go in a different order at a different time. But again, as long as you're taking them late and taking your chances and feel like you have a good reasoning to take that defense, do it. Team number two, we just saw them take uh, Gerald Everett at tight end two. Browns defense and special teams. The early reports are J.D. Von Clowney looks good. Miles Garrett, of course, is a freak of nature. The Browns defense secondary looks healthy. They could be a big-time playmaking force here in 2021, playing off a very good offense. So that's a team there. And then uh, Team 3 following suit to another defense. A little bit of run of defenses here in Round 15 as teams look to fill out their starting lineups. The Chargers defense and special teams now. Remember Brandon Staley and what he did with the Rams and that uh, defense without him went in round 13? Well, he's now on the charter, so he's going to have a big influence as the head coach. 
there. A lot of good players. Joey Bosa in the middle of it. Uh, good secondary there for the Chargers. So playmakers galore here. Pass rush can be revved up for sure in Staley's system. So again, Chargers and Browns getting a lot of hype here as teams to watch. The Chargers are going to be, I think, a better defense overall. Their offense is very special as well with Justin Herbert. So looking at uh, that, the Chargers and Browns, and the piece of advice that comes here that we'll interlude with, sometimes you need to buy into the hype of teams, and the Browns and Chargers are two of those teams that are worthy, at least on the defensive side here in 2021. The next pick, team number four, they need some wide receiver depth, so they go Denzel Mims. I'm excited about what he could do here in his second year with the now Zach Wilson, the quarterback here, playing off Rashad Perryman last year. Now Denzel Mims is playing off Corey Davis, so that's an upgrade here. For Mims, the rookie, should be a lot of action outside. So we had Jameson Crowder go there in round 11 for the Jets. You had Corey Davis going round 9, so taking another piece of the Jets' offense here. Team 5 goes with John Brown, now with the Raiders. So they went with an X-Raider, Devontae Booker, before. John Brown is their wide receiver 5 here. Zach Ertz, still on the Eagles, not traded. He still could be moving at some point, but... Team number six had Logan Thomas in round eight. They wait here to round 14. Take a chance on Zach Ertz for some tight end depth here. Uh, next pick goes Bill's defense special team. So that could be a good team as well. They invested quite a bit in the pass rush to the draft. You have Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier. So the influence is there. So any of these defenses I've mentioned, uh, straight down the line, straight from the Steelers, Rams, Ravens, Bucks, Colts, 49ers, Washington football team, Patriots, Browns, Chargers, and Bills. Any of these teams, if they ended up as number one, I mean, we know turnovers are kind of up and down a little bit. So if any of these uh, teams finishes number one, I don't think we would be surprised here. The next pick is uh, Gabriel Davis. This is a guy that I think could have a bigger role, even with Emmanuel Sanders in the mix. He's a wide receiver five. So they're going for upside team number eight here. They already have... Again, a good wide receiver situation with uh, Tyreek Hill, Robert Woods, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Devonta Smith from uh, their previous round takes. So not a bad time to take a chance on Gabriel Davis. Team number nine goes with the Saints defense and special teams here. And the next pick after that, inspired by the Saints defense special teams possibly, team number 10, they took Darren Waller way up in Round three, so they could wait a long time for tight end. They take Adam Troutman of the Saints. Now, maybe the Saints defense special teams pick was a reminder of Adam Troutman, but you look at it, he's a guy that could step into a big role. They don't really have an established number two receiver behind Michael Thomas. Manuel Sanders is gone. They're worked in Traquan Smith and others. Troutman could be a big target here, especially with James Winston or Taysom Hill taking over now. So new go-to guys, new pecking order changing. Troutman is his second year. Good time for tight ends to break out. Jared Cook is gone. So Adam Troutman, like uh, in this round, we saw Denzel Mims go. We saw Gabriel Davis go. Embrace deep sleeper mode versus the rankings. Now, some of these guys are not ranked where they should be in terms of draftable positions here late in drafts, but still field a gut here, and that parlays into team number 11, taking Justin Fields as their QB3 behind uh, Jalen Hurts in round 8 and Trevor Lawrence in round 11. So attacking here round 15, Justin Fields as a QB3. We know Andy Dalton has been named the starter for now. I don't know if they'll open up the competition in training camp, but they take a QB3 there. And finally, team 12 rounds out 
round 15 with Salvin Ahmed. He was very productive there and not a bad lottery ticket to have late for the Dolphins. He was a very good backup. They really restrained themselves from going for running backs in the draft. Everyone thought that was going to be a big thing, but they were happy with Gaskin. Remember, Gaskin went all the way in round four. So Team 12 takes a flyer on Salvin Ahmed as a backup with some upside here as a lottery ticket in round 15. So embrace sleeper mode versus the rankings. And uh, here's a couple more pieces of advice that come with these picks. Sometimes you need to take three quarterbacks here. Justin Fields, look, this team has Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Between those three guys, there's a lot of upside. We're not sure how things are going to play out. But Team 11 should be confident that at least one of those guys is going to be a big factor and could finish in the top 12 in scoring at QB among those three. So you have a second-year player and two rookies. So Team 11 likes the rookies there, quarterback taking chances getting the values late, they took their quarterback only in round eight. So sometimes you need to take three QBs, and you might end up with a couple stars and have some uh, trade value there. But, yeah, they're hedging their bets, not knowing exactly what you're going to get from Hurts in a new offense or Lawrence or Fields in new league. So that's how they go here for team number 11. And when team number 12 took Salvan Ahmed here, that pretty much meant to every team on our board has a RB5. And... Make sure you at least have five RBs, and uh, that looks like a lot of investment here. Nearly a third of your draft going into running backs, but we know uh, really running backs and wide receivers are going to dominate uh, your position in all drafts here most of the time. So make sure you at least have five options here. For team number 12, those options are Ezekiel Elliott, they have Chase Edmonds, they have Kenyon Drake, you have Tony Pollard. They waited a while, they waited a, a few rounds, uh, five rounds in between taking Salvin Ackman and after Pollard was off the board, but they took LaVisca Chanel, Kirk Cousins, Darnell Mooney as wide receiver five, Austin Uber backup tight end, Bucks. So this team finally got on it, and it, again, five running backs gives you options. It gives you the handcuff. It gives you the third player there in a flex spot that you can use. So a lot of things to uh, consider there when you're drafting there. But sometimes you need to take three QBs and make sure you have at least five RBs and always embrace sleeper mode and sometimes buy into the hype here. All right, so we'll close our show and our look at our 17-round mock draft here in our final segment. Then we'll come back and we'll grade these teams. We, we can uh, take look back and uh, grade what happened here overall. Uh, step back and look at the big picture. We'll do that on our next show. But I do have to tell you on this show that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless, seemingly intimidating question and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on the computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need brake parts, tail lamps, more related, even new carpet. So, Check it out. Uh, it's very easy to use. I needed a hard-to-find part for one of my vehicles. So easy there, and Rock Auto had it. So go explore right now at rockauto.com. They have an easy-to-use website. Find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for our, our truck. Right locked on there. How did you hear about this box so they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Find them at rockauto.com. This episode of Locked on Fantasy Football is also, of course, brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. If it's hard to decide uh, what your favorite 
protein bar? It's easy. You just have to get a mix box where you get two each of their nine core flavors. It's been hard for me, so I always like to get a mix box, but you also might like a favorite and want more of that. So coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salt, and caramel. Again, I like the brownie ones. I like the chocolate caramel. There's something for everyone. If you like more of the fruit or the nuts, yeah, you can get those as well. So the only way to find out what your favorite flavor is is to keep built bars and keep trying them because you will love them. They're delicious. They're the protein bars that taste like a dessert, and they're healthy for you as the best-tasting protein bars out there. Most of the flavors have 70 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, only 4 grams of net carbs. Some bump it up to 18 grams of protein. But stay at 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Nine amazing core flavors, all tasty, all healthy at BuiltBar.com. Order today and get whatever you like. The mixed box are all the same. It doesn't matter. They're all delicious. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, let us uh, close the show here. Round 16, we'll get on the clock here. So we're going back up around. Team 12 starts it, and uh, they kick it off with Alan Lazard here. So, yeah, Alan Lazard. So we'll see how this Packers passing game plays out. Last year was dominated by Devontae Adams and Robert Tunyon, especially with the touchdowns. Lazard had a few moments, but Marquez Valdez-Scanling as well. But MVS kind of fading a little bit in this offense. There's some other sleepers. But Alan Lazard, so you can take a piece of the Packers offense here in round 16, Team 11 follows that up. They had uh, Austin Eckler way back in round two, so they get Justin Jackson. Nice little handcuff here in the penultimate round. So as you can see with this mock draft, I'm with the mindset is protect your investments. If you have a high investment at running back and you have a good idea of who the backup is, protect it. Don't let somebody else get them on the waiver wire. That's a much more valuable pick than taking somebody that you can cut here late. The next pick is uh, Russell Gage there of the... Atlanta Falcons, we'll see what he does. So replacing Julio Jones, I think that's probably going to fall a lot on what uh, Kyle Pitts does to play off Calvin Ridley, but Russell Gage might have some value. He's the wide receiver seven for team number 10. So a piece of advice that comes with these, even the penultimate round can yield good value. So, yeah, we're seeing some good values here with Lazard, Jackson, Gage for different purposes of wide receiver depth and flyers and chances and some running back handcuff ability here still. Another good value here for team number nine is Derek Carr. And we talked about the three quarterbacks. This team is looking for it because they waited until round 10 with Matthew Stafford. And they went right back to Matt Ryan and Derek Carr. So they're figuring out it. They're having the options a little bit different than team 11 with young guys with upside. These are older guys that have been in the league and trying to figure out the best situation to exploit for the best value as team number nine. Following that pickup, Anthony Ferkser goes to team number eight. So they now have three tight ends, but... Consider who their first tight end was, Noah Fant, in round 8. Then they took Mike Gusecki in round 11. They're not sure. They've got some good options here between Fant and Gusecki. But Ferkser might end up being a key target here, replacing Jonu Smith for the Titans. Pretty much Julio Jones is replacing Corey Davis. And Ferkser getting a chance to bump up and replace Jonu Smith. So so here's some uh, piece of advice here. Sometimes you need six wide receivers. Sometimes you don't. So, again, we had one team here go to... Six wide receivers and seventh here for team number 10. They didn't like their depth, but you can have less than that. You can get by with five if you really like your situation here. And this team, again, uh, had five wide receivers here with uh, Davis, the team before, settled on Sterling Shepard as a team 
number nine's uh, wide receiver five. So sometimes you need six if you have to play it that way. We've seen it with some of these teams here go that direction. This team, team number eight, wins with a third tight end. Sometimes you need to take three tight ends. If you're not sure what you have there, take a chance. Again, it's okay if you cut one of these late picks, if you got some answers that get there from the early rounds. But know your strengths and weaknesses. Know where you have to address. That's basically what it is to balance out how you want to build your roster. Team number seven is uh, Marlon Mack. They get him late to back up Jonathan Taylor. So they didn't get Naeem Hines. He went to another team, but Hines has some individual value. Team number 11 took him in the 10th round. So not bad for the early down value of Taylor to get that if Marlon Mack comes back healthy. So far, round 16, they brought it back. So he's definitely going to be in the mix. Team number six goes for that uh, wide receiver six in Emmanuel Sanders. So a lot of pieces of the Bills passing game. All over the board here. Stefan Diggs went way back in round one to team 11. So he was the first off the board. And then uh, we had to assess the other receivers here. So Sanders, Gabriel Davis, Beasley trying to get some value there from the Bills uh, passing game here. So Beasley is wide receiver six for team number 10. Yet Gabriel Davis is wide receiver five for team number eight. And then as we go consecutive rounds, they all go off the board. Emmanuel Sanders here to team number six. Team number five goes with Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson's being thoroughly underdrafted. I mean, look at the weapons here. They're pretty good. Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims. Looks like you might have a key role for Tyler Croft at tight end as well. So pretty good weapons here. Good offensive system with Michael Floor. Zach Wilson, I think, should be drafted, and I think he's being ignored in a lot of drafts. Team number four goes with Sonny Michel, so they get some more depth. There's your... Thing. Make sure you have at least five running backs. Team number four, pretty good backfield stable here. Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Kareem Hunt. So pretty good front-line guys. But also got some upside here with Trey Sermon in round nine as their RB4. Tevin Coleman in round 13 as their RB5 and add Sonny Michelle here. So they like the running backs. Make sure they're all set. The hardest position to find. The position that has the most attrition here in fantasy football. Team number three goes with their wide receiver six. It's uh, Darius Slayton. It made sense for them as well because, again, they waited till round three. They got Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson. Pretty good triumvirate there. Then you had Jerry Judy as their wide receiver four, so that's a bit of a flyer. And Henry Ruggs III as wide receiver five. So taking a chance that one of these wide receivers will step up here, and maybe you can deal one of those top wide receivers later. But very good wide receiver depth for team number three. Just building it here with the best value, and that's Darius Slayton now. Finally, again, this keeps up our handcuff theme of the draft. Just protect your investments. Always do it when you can, when it makes sense, for the right player. So team two, team two took Dalvin Cook early. They got Alexander Madison in team 11, or round 11. Then here in round 16, they're going to have Benny Snell. We're not sure how the Steelers' backup situation is going to go. Najee Harris looks like the workhorse, but Snell looks like the best bet to replace him if needed there. So Snell, easy handcuff there for team number two. And team number one, easy handcuff as well. I mean, this player should probably be going a little bit higher. We'll see him in training camp if he emerges in the clear cut. But Chuba Hubbard, very good productive running back for the Canadian sensation at Oklahoma State. Team number one did take Christian McCaffrey. So with their last non-kicker pick, that's pretty good to back up your first investment. Cheap insurance policy there in fantasy football. So, again, even the penultimate round can eat yield good value. Sometimes you need six wide receivers, sometimes you don't. You just need to know the status of your team. Sometimes you need to take three tight ends, just see where you are at that position. And finally, we will go to round 17 and we'll 
do our mental drum roll. And uh, guess what round 17 is? We're still using kickers for this league. Yeah, I know. Kickers are weird, but some of the leagues have uh, kicked them off the roster. So that would be a suggestion I would make as well. But if you need to draft kickers, always save them for last. And we proved ourselves here. We There was so much value. We were drafting players, you know, flyers that are worth it. You never know when you can find that big selection there in the double-digit rounds after you've filled out your starting lineup. So save the kickers for last. You're not going to get any value better than anyone else it's not going to help you win and we know like defenses kickers are all over the board with their production so if you must let's go down the line for our final round here all kicker round this is the way i like to see it it may not play that way in your draft but don't be that person that jumps on a kicker before this final round if you're still using it that's why kickers are getting the boot in a lot of leagues because they're just not fun and they're fickle and all that you can get guys on the waiver wire just as good to help you there so if we must do this, we'll give you the rankings. Basically, Justin Tucker to team number one, Young Hay Koo to team number two, Harrison Butker to team number three, Jason Sanders to team number four, Greg Zerline to team number five, Rodrigo Blankenship to team number six, Tyler Bass for team number seven, Matt Prater team number eight, Will Lutz team number nine, Ryan Suckup team number ten, Jason Myers there for team number eleven, and Robbie Gould. The final pick, Mr. Irrelevant in our 17-round 12-team half-point PPR mock draft is Robbie Gould. So all kickers, that's how I would rank them. But again, your guess is as good as mine how the final rankings are going to go. That's just a good bet. But generally, Justin Tucker is a good way to start because he's the most reliable kicker that you can have here. So that's the only thing I'll say. Draft the kickers last and draft Justin Tucker first. Everything else among that is up to you. All right, so that wraps up our mock draft analysis. Again, we will uh, get the post-draft, post-mortem here, looking at uh, how all these teams did and break them down. Just sign a letter grade, and that's what uh, you would get if you put it into Yahoo Fantasy Pro. So we'll do that for you here on our next show. Today on the Lockdown Today podcast, the Los Angeles Clippers are around. It's still live. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Lockdown Today podcast. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available on Odyssey here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. So check us out. Uh, yeah, Mock Draft Complete. It took us a while, but I'm glad you were here for the ride because it gives you good in-depth detail of how things are looking at the finger of the pulse of the consensus expert rankings and where the industry might be drafting players here ahead of 2021, ahead of training camp and the preseason. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Have a great day. See you next time.